for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Happy New Year and welcome to Living Life. Uh, one of the things that we learned in 2020 is that we hold a lot more power as individuals and a lot more influence over our community than we previously thought. Uh, that the actions of one person can either help or hurt, uh, even against a global pandemic. Uh, and also that means that if enough people get on one side of either helping or hurting, well, that could be an immovable force uh, that could affect the whole world. Uh, hurt or help. Uh, that's the power that we have. And Jesus knew this better than anyone. Uh, so as we continue our meditation on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, uh, let's take a look at how Jesus wants us to be able to use that potential power. Uh, join me in reading today's passage. Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. Today's passage might be one of the most quoted passages that we could find in the New Testament. Uh, he, Jesus says, you have heard eye for an eye and tooth for tooth, but do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right, turn the other cheek. Although it's one of the most uh, well-known passages in the Bible, it is also one of the most misunderstood passages as well. You know, Jesus is quoting from the Old Testament. Uh, it's a passage from the Old Testament about justice. Uh, but the point of the passage in the Old Testament was never about people enacting justice on their own. It was actually meant to be a deterrent. It was never meant for personal retribution, but instead leaving justice in the hands of a governing body, a leader, spiritual leaders and other leaders. And there's a good reason for this. You know, I remember this time when I first started driving. I was much younger now, uh, than I am now. Uh, but I saw this one car cutting off another car in a very dangerous way. Uh, and there was almost a huge accident that just happened right in front of my face. Uh, but it wasn't even a highway. It was actually a local street in Queens. And because it was a local street, both cars ended up stopping at a red light not too far from when this incident happened. 
And the person in the back who got cut off, he immediately got out of his car at the red light, took out a crowbar, and started threatening the driver in front of him, the car that had cut him off. I had two thoughts in my mind at the time. Number one, how did this guy have a crowbar? This dude is driving with a crowbar uh, in the middle of Queens in his front seat. And secondly, uh, the road rage inside of me, seeing this happening, I thought, yo, that guy deserves it. The guy in the front who cut him off, that guy deserves it. He could have been a huge accident for no reason whatsoever. But let's continue and see what if this happened and this kept on escalating. Let's say this continued on, right? And one guy came back with another attack, uh, maybe hit the car. Maybe the other guy comes back and slashes the tire. Maybe the other guy comes back and breaks the windows and it goes on and on and on and on. When will it end? It won't end, and that's the problem. And that is why the Old Testament law was given to avoid situations like this. It was taking uh, vigilante justice out of the hands of the people and giving it uh, the power for justice in the hands of those who are governing. It was a deterrent against personal justice. Uh, but people were using it the wrong way. But we actually see in today's passage, Jesus likes to take it a step further. He goes on to say, if someone slaps you on the right cheek, which is a sign of ridiculously huge disrespect, a personal insult, he says, what do you do? You turn the other cheek. He says, you don't even fight back. Even if that person hurts you emotionally or physically, you don't fight back. He goes on to say, if someone wants to sue you and take your shirt, which is a very inexpensive thing, you give also your coat, which was a very expensive and valuable thing. He says, he goes on, he says, if uh, someone asks for a mile, what do you do? You give two miles. It means if someone asks you for the help, you go all the way. And it goes on and on and on. So why is Jesus telling us this? Why is Jesus taking these basic things that we know and trying to make it so much bigger? You know, why is Jesus telling us to go further than anybody else in this world ever has? Jesus has one motivation here. Jesus is trying to remove ourselves from these situations. What I mean by saying this is that Jesus wants us to stop thinking about ourselves. He wants us to stop thinking about our own egos, our own pride, our own personal vendettas, and replace it with him inside of that. You know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. That's justice according to me. That's what I want. In the other situations, it's what I want to fight for. It's what I want to protect. It's the least amount of work that's good for me. It's the minimum amount of help that I can provide others. But Jesus is telling us that he wants us to be so secure in him, so secure in our identity in him, that we no longer care about what is right for me, but I care for what is right according for everyone. And no longer do I stop caring about my neighbors, but I start loving them in the way that Jesus has loved us. Basically, he wants us to surrender ourselves in those situations, and he wants us to put our full trust and faith in him instead. You know, it might sound very radical, but for Jesus, he actually means it for us to be our default mold. He wants us every day, every moment, to be a loving, peaceful, giving people. And he goes on, he takes even a step further, I think, in verse 43. He goes, says, he says, uh, then it has been said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But Jesus tells them what? Love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Is it possible for you to love your enemy? Is it possible for you to even forgive your enemy just a little bit? 
You know, when I was reading this passage, I was reminded of the story of a very famous Korean pastor, uh, Reverend Son Yang Won. Uh, he lived in the 40s and 50s, and that's when he was serving. He actually had two sons in college in the late 40s who were martyred for their faith. Uh, the two sons, they were beaten, tortured, eventually killed for refusing to denounce their faith. And at the trial of his son's killer, Reverend Son went up there in front of everyone, and instead of condemning the killer, he preached forgiveness. And he asked the court to save that murderer from the death sentence. And also, he took it a step further. And instead of leaving him be, he ended up adopting his son's killer as his own son. And under the care of Reverend Son, this new man, he accepted Jesus, and he ended up following his new father's footsteps and also became a pastor as well. It's a ridiculous showing of love but it's a love that Jesus shows us each and every day. So what is true love? The Bible tells us that true love is a love of God who's willing to give up his only begotten son, uh, not for those who love him back, but for those who have turned their backs on him over and over and over again. That true love is the love of God who loves us even when we were sinners, even though we didn't deserve any of it, that God was willing to give his love to us. So today, in the midst of Jesus' words, uh, let us once again remind ourselves, it's not about me. It should never be about me. It's not about what I want. It's not what I think is right. Uh, not what I think is fair. But instead, let's continue to put our full faith and trust in Jesus and have his will uh, reign in our lives. Jesus ends today's passage by telling us, he says, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Uh, it's one of the purest statements of spiritual formation. Be perfect, as our heavenly Father is perfect. Uh, it's very easy for us to reject this notion because we know we are far from perfect. And I know that Jesus knows himself that we are far from perfect and there's no way that we can be for perfect. Uh, nevertheless, Jesus is challenging us today with his words that we need to have that heart that strives to be like the Father each day, that each moment, that every opportunity that comes our way, that we don't act as if we are in charge, but instead we follow in the footsteps of our Heavenly Father and respond with love. I pray that everyone here, especially in this new year, each day, each moment, every opportunity, that we can be like our Father in heaven. Let us all pray. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you once again for giving us your precious word, uh, especially these words that come off from the lips of Jesus. We pray that we are able to hold these in our hearts and be able to respond to it in our very lives each day, that every opportunity that comes our way, that we don't respond with our will, uh, what we want to do, what we think is right, but instead we are able to adhere to you and your will only, Lord. We pray, Lord Father God, for your will, to reign in our lives. Lord, we thank you and we love you. We pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.